And we are live. And welcome to episode 64 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicotzin, instructional tech coach in Northwest LA County. And just a reminder, we have a 15 minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. No, they don't. And tonight's coffee fact, the very first live webcam showed a coffee pot. It was next door to a lab at the University of Cambridge and the researchers didn't want to get up and go get coffee only to find that the pot was empty. So they set up a camera so they could see if there was coffee in the pot or not. And when the World Wide Web was invented, they connected their coffee pot camera to the web and people could view it from all over the world until it went offline in 2001. I'm sorry, that is kind of brilliant. <laughs> right? I know, I was just thinking we should do that. Um, anyway, so tonight's guests are Angela Barnett and Kristen Oropesa from Tech Tribe EDU, and they are going to be talking to us about a really interesting subject that we have not had before on our podcast, and that is what teachers really need to know about and how to read the three dimensions of the Next Generation Science Standards, also known as NGSS. So welcome, Angela and Kristen, and tell us a little bit about yourselves, who you are, what you do, that kind of thing. Okay, so I'm Angela Barnett. I teach third grade. I'm also our site's ELA, ELD site tech and, oh, site lead. And I was gonna say technology site lead. I mix those two together. Um, and I used to work with Kristen up till last year. And I'm Kristen Oropesa. Uh, I'm currently a technology TOSA for a very small district uh, here in LA County. Um, in my eighth year of teaching, have taught special ed for the last eight years, a little bit more than that. Um, and so very excited to be joining you guys tonight. Well, we are thrilled to have you and want to ask, so, NGSS, it's a big thing. Teachers might find it overwhelming. What is it that they really need to know? So unlike our, our former uh, California Science Standards, the Next Gen Science Standards really pushes educators to dive deeper uh, into really teaching students to understand scientific knowledge and skills uh, rather than just the memorization of facts. Um, there are fewer standards this time uh, than we had previously, but teachers are going to have to um, really hone in on those very specific skills. The new standards uh, also really stress critical thinking skills and encourages our students to uh, critically evaluate the information they find. Um, what I like about the standards, you know, they're, they're, they were written by teachers for teachers, uh, which I think brings some incredible buy-in from the educators who are being asked to implement the standards in the classroom. Uh, educators want to know that the people behind, you know, these big changes and movements in the in the edu sphere, right, have their students' best interest in mind. Um, and I know that I, I can rest a little easier knowing fellow teachers, you know, finally had a say in, in the expectations um, that we are setting for our students. Well, that's really interesting. I didn't know that they were written by teachers for teachers. I mean, usually yeah. I, you assume that teachers have some input, but 
that's really, that's good. So I think all teachers feel more comfortable when they know that teachers wrote it with an understanding of the students that are in the classroom. Right. Not just somebody sitting up on a, a big chair, right? Exactly. <laughs> teachers should be doing this. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, um, what are the big ideas in the new standards? So the next generation standards um, really focuses on, on what they call a three-dimensional learning experience for the kiddos. Um, and according you know, to the writers of these standards are supposed to be a vision of what it means to be proficient in science. Uh, they're meant to provide students with a more well-rounded, that three-dimensional kind of course of study of science. Um, uh, in oh, a science sorry, classroom. You, sorry, you were breaking up for a minute. So you said well-rounded three-dimensional uh, course of study in the science classroom or really any any classroom because these standards are, are going to be integrated with language arts, with math, um, our history and social science subject matter. Um, and then the three dimensions, if, if we're looking at the standards, there's documents on the NextGen Science website. You know, we have the three dimensions, you know, the blue, which is our science and engineering practices. We have the orange, which are those, those disciplinary core ideas. And then the green, which are the cross-cutting concepts. Yeah, so as Kristen was kind of showing, I think something that's really good about these standards, the color um, color coding, I guess. So the three together um, really support the performance expectations, which are now what the teachers are going to be assessing on. And so because the next generation standards are inquiry based, you can des design an essential question to help guide your unit or lesson. So for example, like for third grade, um, it the standard is like make a claim about the impacts of a weather related hazard. So what you can do is create an essential question, which is how can the impact of weather related hazards be reduced? And so this is where Kristen and I have kind of put together um, or connected the 5E lesson model um, to help um, create these units and make them more well-rounded. So it includes engagement, exploration, explanation, extensions, and evaluations. And then Kristen also mentioned the four Cs. So the four C's are really involved too. So the idea is to provide students with more hands-on activities, um, whether it's diagramming, um, building something or experimenting. And this will also help the students um, gain the skills they need for those um, California science tests, fifth and eighth graders will have to take and also the high school students. And then one very important thing that I think everybody should realize or know is that they're also aligned with the ELA and math common core standards. Um, so you'll see actually reading standards, writing standards, and math standards right um, underneath those three dimensions that are listed. Oh, I did not know that. That's that's very interesting. So let me ask you, when you were talking about the 5E lesson model, um, and you said you had sample lessons, um, is there somewhere that our listeners can go to look at those? Are those resources in the notes that you gave us or can we add them? Um, so we will add um, 
so we got to uh, connect with Nancy at San Diego Q, and exactly. our presentation was um, using a HyperDocs with a 5e lesson model, which we are going to be sharing on our blog. We're going to share it. So we're going to take um, a page out of your book, Nancy, and we're going to add <laughs> our presentations to our blog like you did. Um, we really like that idea of sharing. And then also to... Um, because of their hyperdocs, we really look towards the hyperdoc girls, and they have samples also and templates on their website as well. Oh, great! Okay, and their blog, uh, uh, Angela and Kristen's blog, is going to be linked in our show notes, so you'll be able to have access to that. So, um, you guys were talking about how the standards were color coded, and you could tell different you know, the different practices apart from the color. So how do we, how do we read those? I mean, what does it mean when you said blue was science and engineering practices? Okay, so we have the science and engineering practices, which are located in blue, and this is for all grade levels. So the way they developed or designed the lesson, it looks the same across all grade levels. So blue is science and engineering practices. Um, they provide specific strategies students should acquire, such as planning, carrying out investigations, creating models. And this kind of reminds me of our, the scientific method that I know I was taught in elementary school that I know teachers still use. Um, and it also incorporates in asking questions, defining those problems. And then in green, we have the cross-cutting concepts. So this is where we were saying that um, they align with the Common Core standards. So kind of when I was going to school to get my credential, um, we worked on multi multidisciplinary units and connecting um, subjects. So you have your math standards, your reading standards, your writing standards, and you'll see things like patterns in math or cause and effect in reading. And these really connect to like STEM and STEAM. So then we have our orange, which are the disciplinary core ideas, which would be like our old standards. So we have our physical science, our earth science, life science. So they separated it into three dimensions and then it basically just kind of connects it all together into like a culminating unit. Well, that sounds great. It seems like they're really well organized. So once you know how to read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I mean, it's it's incredible because there it is a skill to learn, you know, how to break it down when we were looking when we're looking at a standard and to break it apart and really deconstruct it and analyze it. So the the NGSS are set up a little bit differently than what we're used to looking at, right? And so it's it's really good to have that guideline that framework so that we can understand. So um, this is this has been great, but it's really short. So what if teachers want to learn more? And of course, they should because they're supposed to be implementing these standards in their classrooms. Um, so let's say that I now I know what I'm doing. And so I want to go ahead and learn more. What what resources are available to me? So Definitely, I mean, teachers should be checking out the nextgenscience.org website. Um, that's the website uh, that has all the PDFs of all the grade level science standards. Um, it, it, it's 
probably the starting place if you're just getting into uh, learning the standards um, or just want, if your district hasn't provided a, like a physical copy for you, it's probably where you want to go to get one. Um, the National Science Teachers Association website, you know, also has some great lesson plans by grade level and science discipline um, that address these new standards, uh, which I think are great. A any place where I can get a lesson that I'm not taking time to sit down and make myself is always a good idea. And then, I agree. so so let me ask you. So they have. I just want to be sure I understand. They have free lesson plans that I can just go and download. Yes. For my content and for yes. my grade level, and I can yes. just take it and go. They do. That they is do. awesome. Yeah, they do. And then um, I, I like, you know, and I check out the California Classroom Science blog, which is run by our California Science Teachers Association. Um, it's, it's a great resource. It's easy to read, you know, um, to see what other districts and other classrooms across our state are doing in regards to not only the adoption, but the Im implementation and the rollout of these standards. Um, I love that the pieces are written. Uh, many of the pieces are written by individuals who work in the classroom. They're not written, you know, from the administrative angle. Um, so it definitely helps teachers. Um, and then, of course, you know, I, I can't say enough about Twitter. You know, um, uh, at NGSS Chat and at NGSS Phenomena are great accounts to follow. Um, especially the Phenomena, they share some great, really curated pieces that any teacher could use in their classroom. That's a great resource. Oh, that that is really good to know. Um, so I think that's, that's our time. Um, do you have any final thoughts or anything else that we want to, um, anything else you wanna share with our listeners? Um, I just think, one of the things that we mentioned was hyperdocs creating a lesson so it's that technology piece now um with ngss it actually is embedded um in the standards as well as speaking and listening so i know i mean another shout out but we use flipgrid and just that it meets those speaking and listening standards we're also trying to um get um, assess, which are very difficult sometimes. And those are videos that you can embed also into your lessons as well. Oh, that's great. Okay. Thank you so much. So um, thank you. Thank you again for being on, for coming on on short notice. And um, listeners, thank you for your attention. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. Tonight's comment question is, what science content are you excited about teaching? Also, uh, we'd like to invite you to join us on Monday, November 19th, when our guest will be Gary Garcia. He's joining us all the way from the Philippines to talk about timely and meaningful feedback. And please don't forget to subscribe to learn, um, to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. Uh, if you like the show, and of course you did, um, please feel free to rate us on iTunes. It helps other people to find our podcast and leave a review for us. Um, and remember, we're always looking for guests to share great things that they do in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill or if you're somebody who is excited about what you're doing and want to share, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.